Hey everybody, welcome to Political Football for this post-giving uh, review show. My name is Dave, I'm here with Scott and Cleve, we're part of the Mad X Media Network. Um, I'm doing great, so let me start with Scott, how are you doing? I'm great as well. I thought you might be, for Cleve. similar reasons, maybe? Yeah. I'm great, Jets fan. Had a, had, Hi Cleve, had how a are you? Week. What's happening? <laughs> I'm good, man, I'm good. I'm now... Good. The reason Scott and I are great is that unlike Cleve, who's a Rutgers fan, Scott and I are fans of Michigan. <laughs> and Michigan kicked the ever-loving shit out of Ohio State. And we're not going to get too much into it. I just want to have my voice recorded somewhere saying that Michigan kicked the ever-loving shit out of Ohio State. Nice. Good win. It was, it was a stunning uh, display. I did not see that coming at all. Just being honest. Cleve, did you watch it? Did you watch any of the game? No, no, I didn't see. I just saw the highlights, and and then I think you text something, um, which let me know that you guys were on top. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, imagine what that was. I was. I was pretty excited to say the least. So even Megan, who uh, is not a huge huge football fan, but she watches Michigan Ohio State every year, and um, uh. <laughs> The the first bomb to Cornelius Johnson. I don't know where he breaks the tackle, but like the wide open bomb, even she goes, Oh my God. Like as soon as he's that wide open, it was uh it was it was pretty awesome. Um so all right. So everybody know Do that I we're doing great. Let me get started, Dave. The Julian Cheese. <laughs> I'm sorry, what happened? I got a story to tell. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, it's about you. Cleve, go ahead. What were you going to say? Asked, I interrupted you. I apologize. And I asked if, if Dave had any mac and cheese because it was definitely it was definitely present where I was at. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was actually at work on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, they did not have mac and cheese in the cafeteria, though. So that was, uh, that was a problem. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, Scott, tell your story about me. That better make me look awesome. Well, it's not going to. Um, it's my first memory of my first interaction with you. So I don't know when this goes back to, but maybe like 2004. I think it's about right. Range. Um, Dave was a producer for this fantasy football show we were doing. And I knew he was a Michigan fan. And then the, he tells me this story. And I understood very quickly how big of a Michigan fan he was. He told me now time. Do you know where I'm going with this, Dave? I know. I know what you're about to say. Should I not say it? Uh, you can say it. Let me just say that it is no longer true. Okay. Uh, and I was probably being hyperbolic at the time, but go ahead. It still is something I think about quite regularly. He <laughs> told me that he, when he got older, he wanted to, he wanted to acquire cancer, so he could, so he could do the make a wish thing, and that oh way he could God. run out of the tunnel at Michigan Stadium and touch the little banner. As he ran out of the field. Now, you I know you that? Okay. Okay. That's not entirely accurate. That's, that's my memory of it. That's more accurate than it should be, but it's not entirely accurate. Wow. What I said was when I was, so this, I was like 21 at the time. What I said was when I was a kid, I thought that was the only way to be able to do this. <laughs> and so, okay. so that makes it better. But it, yeah, I don't know if it makes it better or worse. I'm just saying that that is a situation when I was a kid. I was like, well, the only way I'm going to get to touch this banner because I'm going to get recruited to play football at Michigan. So it right? wasn't, 
forward-looking thing. It was something you used to think about. Yes, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully as a kid, you weren't praying for that. <laughs> no, it, no, it was more. It was more like finding the upside case in a bad situation. It, it okay. was all about the banner and how big of a mission. Right. That's what. Right. It was. Exactly. Um. Anyways, this won't shock you guys, but I don't know if you guys ever see like on TikTok or like places those psychopath tests that like only two percent of the population get these right. I get them all right. Um. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I think this is that same sort of line of thinking, like, <laughs> like right, right, right along, right along there. So, yes, that story is more accurate than uh than 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 it should be, but it wasn't quite quite right. I did not still want want that at twenty one. In fact, I never really wanted it. I was just thinking like tunnel. What that, this is the only way to get this to touch his banner. Yeah. Wow. And I yeah. get it. It's just. This is like almost 20 years ago, and it's still something that I regularly ponder. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so you can imagine how happy I was this weekend then <laughs> um, as, as a result of this. Also, if you're watching YouTube, you can see my name is uh, Rank Michigan number one, you cowards. Rankings just came out. They are still number two, and they are still cowards. Um, all right. So no teams were on by this week, but some teams should have been functionally. And I've got those games marked here. So we'll breeze by a couple of these. Um, going back to Thanksgiving Day, Bills 28, Lions 25. Um, the Bills came back at the end to win the game. This is a bounce back game for Josh Allen, 24-45 or 25 of 42, 253 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, 10 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Cleve. You don't normally sit and watch Lions games front to start like Scott does. What were your thoughts on this game? Like as it was unfolding, as the Lions were winning, did you find yourself rooting for the Lions again and know the heartbreak was coming? Yeah, a little bit. And then I that's why I text this is tradition. Um, if on, on the group text, because the team has a lot of fight, and I'm like, it's just snake bit. I don't know what happens, you know, at the end of that, but I'm like you guys even had a kid come in. I think it was like his debut start and he had two sacks. James Houston, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it was everything was going right. And I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna be great. But then, you know, right at the end there. This is how damaged we are as Lions fans. That was that was uh, a semi-victory on Thursday. Yeah. For them to Smart. even get into that position. As far as Thanksgiving's go, that was pretty good. That was yeah, I was gonna good. say, yeah, I was gonna say that. I mean, th that was the moral victories, like you guys didn't get, get blown out. So it was yeah. a um it was a it was a good game, actually. It was a good game. Is, though. It's like it's it's been awful for so long that when you show signs of life like that, it's good. Yeah, it's more than good. It's you know and for I mean, the buffalo for one for the buffalo side, I think this was important as well. Um yeah. to go on the road against a young, improving, but still mostly just ass team that's playing well and find a way to win the game. This is going to come up later for another team. And you're going to see the comparison between them them and Buffalo here. My Buffalo is a real contender, and this other team is a pretender. Um, but, yeah, Josh Allen looked perfectly healthy. He did not look like he had uh, a missing funny bone or anything in this one. So I think the Bills are back to being their normal marauding selves. Would you guys agree? I mean, they, you know, they, you guys took them to the brink, which they're beatable, you know? They are. Yeah, it's the NFL, though. That, they have, every team's going to lose four games or whatever. I, saw I mean, the week before when they played in Detroit against Cleveland. Yeah. And he didn't, he looked, he looked rattled. 
He was he did not throw the ball with any velocity at all in both warmups and during the game. None. Um, the only throw that I thought that he made that he really ripped against the Lions was the last one to Diggs. And I mean, you know, he needed to, but they're they're potentially in trouble. Like uh, in their in their division, you know, uh, Miami's Miami's one. You know, when you get when you travel in the playoffs, it's tough. Yep. Losing some of the games that they've lost to to get to this point in the season is, is potentially problematic for them. But they're a really good football team. They really are. And Josh Allen's is he's a stud. He really but, is. But um, isn't Vaughn out now indefinitely? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So mm, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. But they got Tredavious White back, <laughs> so they just swap one All Pro defensive player for another. Um. All right. Next game here on Thanksgiving: Cowboys twenty eight at the Giants twenty. Um, this is a game that the Cowboys just sort of controlled from the um, from the start, and we see what happens when the Giants come up and gets a clearly superior team. They just like they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be such an easy out the wild card round. Like they are for sure losing against whoever they play. Mm-hmm. You know, who looked really good in that game was Kayvon Thibodeau. I know a lot of people are not going to talk about him, and a lot of people didn't talk about him two weeks ago against the Lions. He was good against the Lions, but he was really good last week. He had a bunch of pressures. I don't think he had sacks. He might have had one, but he had a ton of pressures. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just – I thought he looked good. Uh, Dallas's defensive line is just – it's they're just different. Like, yeah. Micah Parsons is silly, uh, and nobody's – Nobody really saw that coming. I don't. I don't know that anybody thought he was going to be this kind of an edge rusher, you know, playing linebacker at Penn State. And Dallas is good. Um, the OBJ stuff will be interesting to see where where he ends up. Uh, um, they could use a player like that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I didn't see a lot of details on this story. Can one of you fill me in that he was on a plane and then either went fast in the seatbelt or he was unconscious or. <laughs> yes, they they said that he was um going in and out of consciousness, and he got rambunctious when um the stewardess uh you know asked him some questions whatever, and he said through his lawyer, which is silly that you got a lawyer to answer, which means you might be suing the airlines. I don't know, but he said that um she felt like she flexed her power to get him off the plane because she could, and, and I guess he probably tried to say, "Do you know who I am?" She probably like, I don't give a shit who you are right get off the plane you know it's, it's one of those story. yeah it's one of those athletes and again i'm just giving my two cents i think it's like he's he probably tried to flex more than he, he needed to but if he was out of, in and out of consciousness i don't know what that's about like maybe he was taking something volume i don't know what the fuck he was doing but um it's a weird story man like he got a lawyer to say something so i don't know if that's going to lead to litigation or not yeah because i never really like read an article on it i just sort of saw things flowing out about it i was like this all seems very strange <laughs> like i couldn't yeah, figure he out he doesn't what need was, what anything he doesn't need anything right now to focus on but his where he's gonna go like so you, you yeah. need no bad press you need nothing yeah. to interfere to give a team scare a team off or whatever you know or you have to sign with the raiders but i don't think he wants to do that <laughs> The Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> no. But why? All right. So like, it's down to New York or Dallas. And it's like, why would you go back to New York if Dallas is like, I think Dallas is, I'm not saying Poison. locked in, but, you know, 
it's a better it's a better quarterback and a better situation. It is. And you're gonna and you're gonna get targets. Not that you wouldn't in New York, but you're gonna get targets where they need you because again you haven't played any meaningful football all year. So we'll get you a nice red zone package or you know at the 40 we'll work you in. He's he's the number one in New York the second he signs. Yeah, he walks he walks in and he, yeah, he walks in the locker room. He's like, Hey, I'm I'm open. But right. Dave, you said it. That's a that's an easy out for somebody in the playoffs, even if OBJ is there. Yes. Yeah. Why would he go there? I mean, if you're if you're committed to going to the NFC East and having to deal with Philadelphia, you probably should choose Dallas. If you're in the other thing, the other thing too is that as the um as the number seven seed, most likely, maybe number six, they're against number two or three, means they're not playing Tampa. Right, they're either playing the Vikings, um, playing the Eagles or Cowboys, whoever ends up winning, uh, winning that division, or playing San Francisco. Like the Giants yeah. are toast; they're they're yeah. done. They're not beating any of those teams on the road in the wild card round. So don't even bother going there. Agreed. Yep. All right. Next game here, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving actually had some good, some good games. I mean, the Giants game wasn't good, but it was at least informative about the Cowboys. Uh, Patriots 26 at the Vikings 33. This game had a lot more scoring than uh, than expected. Made it fun for DFS. You had all that PMR. Able to come back and win at the end. Justin Jefferson this game, nine catches, 139 yards, one touchdown. He is now within 10 yards of Tyreek Hill for the league lead in receiving yards. Wow. Uh, Cleve, what was your impression of this game of Mac Jones? I, th- I think... Um... I think he made one out of um of the Patriot way. Um I think with the how I guess I'm speculating here. I guess how Zappy played early in the year, he he feels like he's not solidified as their starter. Like, you know, and um the way they traditionally do things up there, you know, he, he may be hitting the brick soon. Okay. Scott, what did you think of Mac Jones in this game? I thought he was fine, but um, in a similar, there's something off, I guess, is is just, there just seems to be something off with Mac Jones and the Patriots currently. Maybe that has a little bit to do with some of their offensive identity and play calling and wanting to run the ball so heavy. Um, I don't think the officiating helped them. I can't, I'm, I'm super confused how the Hunter Henry catch is not a touchdown. Same. Um, don't totally understand it, but what? What? So, what did you think? Well, I thought the same as you guys. I thought he average at best. Um, didn't look that great. Doesn't have much of a ceiling, and I still think that. But this was his stat line: twenty-eight of thirty-nine, three hundred eighty-two yards, two touchdowns, no picks. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a season for Zach Wilson. Oh, here we go. So, like, the over under so, was ten minutes. <laughs> but here's the thing: when I go through and like I make my notes about um, like who I'm going to write down stats for, and when I first go through, like Jefferson, I put a note stats. Like I know I'm going to write down Jefferson stats because they were sick. I didn't write that down for Mac Jones. I just wrote my opinion that I thought he wasn't very good and doesn't have much of a ceiling, and then I just happened to glance at his stats, and those were them. But I think that's. The, the lack of a ceiling is exactly why he gets drafted where he does and why he wasn't necessarily in consideration to be with the big boys of that draft class is because he does have a limited ceiling. 
I know he he over he outplayed that ceiling in that one game, but you are looking at a somewhat limited player. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with you. I just thought it was very interesting that even as he's having this game, this island game, so you're watching every play. Yeah, and you get the feeling like, oh, this dude is like totally average, and then that ends up being a stat line. I thought it was very interesting. Um, yeah, that ended up being the case. Four hundred yards passing and three touchdowns. It should have been. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. First game on Sunday here. Texans 15 at the Dolphins 30. Tua, 22 of 36, 299 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Cleve, he did not play the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a street close. That's how you, <laughs> that's you, that's how you like your quarterback. <laughs> Steve McNair style, street close. Yeah. No, Scott, I thought. And, and not playing in the fourth quarter is perfect. Did you guys <laughs> see? I feel like I'm hijacking this entire thing. I, I probably should stop. No, nah, do it. You're a third of the show, baby. Uh, doesn't matter when anybody, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> no. Um, did you guys see what Mike McDaniel did? Uh, the reports of what he did when he first took the job for Tua? No. This no. is how you know somebody is completely dialed in to um, getting the most out of their player, but but showing them that they believe in him. So there are reports that Tua last year would look in the mirror and, and ask himself, do I suck? Like this is the words coming out of his mouth. I think I suck. So McDaniel gets hired and recognizes that his quarterback has a confidence problem and puts together a 700 play video that he forces the entire, all the coaches and everybody involved with the offense to watch of how good Tua is to reinforce to his quarterback. Not only are you good, but you're really good and these are all this is all the time I took to show you how wow. good you are. Now, if you're Tua and you dealt with Brian Flores and you, you you dealt with all this other nonsense and all the drama that went on there the, the previous two years, what does that do for your confidence? How smart is McDaniel? Yeah, very smart. That is um that's really smart, really creative, a really great thing to do for just about anybody, not just your quarterback. And honestly, I think it's exactly what John Gruden would have done. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. That sounds like a Parcells thing to me. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was genius. Yeah. Um, it is the uh, new world mentality of smart coaches and what they're going to do. You mean paying attention to mental guys? health? Yeah. Yeah. Just like if if Tua has success, so does McDaniel. You know what I mean? Like they're tied at the hip. I yes, I agree with that comment. Yeah, Paul <laughs> says I'm glad McDaniel's a football coach because otherwise he'd be a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, last note on this game, uh Cleve Davis Mills got benched before this game. Who started at quarterback for the Texans? I mean, I don't even know who their who their backup is. The second guy. Yeah, it's uh Kyle Allen. I, I who is that? Oh, Carolina hey, Panthers fame. Yes. Uh, spoiler: He's still garbage. So I don't know why they bother <laughs> to do that. Like you might as well keep Davis Mills in. But Lovey Lovey just stands there with no emotion, just gets a check. It's the best job you can have. He he's just, not he's not even talking guys, to the guys when they come off like come off the field. It's bizarre. That whole thing is bizarre. If you guys are willing to place a long-term wager, I would, af, um, 
long story, but Will Levis, I think, will be the first pick in the draft. I do. Really? Yes. Yes. Dave, he does stuff. He does stuff. If you go back and you just watch Georgia. <laughs> like lose? Dave, the, the, like the Georgia game last year, it's unreal to watch him. Um, no issues with the physicality. No is- issues with the pressure, although he's pressured almost every snap. He's climbing the pocket. He's making accurate throws. He has, he is uncompl- He's completely unfazed by it all. He's got great arm strength. He's got like when you hear when you hear everybody talk about his tools and all these things, they're there, they're there. And then Clean you're dealing it. with Stroud, who's got like Stroud's like body language and off the field stuff is so bizarre that I would I think that it's just like no, just can't do it with him. And Bryce Young's tiny, you know. Cleve, what yeah. school does Will Levis play for? I, I didn't know it was a real person until Scott started going through his <laughs> accolades. Where do you think this team is ranked this year? First overall pick at quarterback in the draft. Where do you think this team's ranked? First, second. Does he go to Michigan? Does he go to Ohio State? Does he go to Alabama? Is he in the top eight? No. Okay, well, shit. He might not Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. You know, yeah. who else went to, you know who else went to Kentucky? Tim Couch. And he even managed to win some games there. Wow. Go back to last year. The best quarterback to come out of Kentucky into the NFL is Randall Cobb. The receiver for the Packers? Yeah, he was a quarterback. He was Kentucky. a quarterback, yeah. Like like Randall L. I'm just saying, this year he's banged up, he's hurt, he's playing through all this stuff, which NFL people are going to love and all that drama. But if you go back to him healthy last year with a good offense, not a great offense, but a good offense and a weapon in Wandale Robinson – like they don't have this year, he looks like a different player. Right. Um, All right, Fail, fails to elevate the players around him. Getting that. <laughs> there are no players. They're in the S. Okay, moving on. Right. All, all, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that I hope he does go high before the Lions pick, so that it pushes down a real football player to the Lions. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what. I, that's I, what I, I want. I to really see. like him. I think I like him right now more than any quarterback in this class. This 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 show this show is going to be lit. Not this particular episode. I mean, maybe, but going into the draft season, I promise right. to give him an honest review. I, but this dude sucks. It's so like, be, it's going to be scathing, Scott. That's cold Levis for sucks? scathing. Yes, he's he's bad. He's bad. <laughs> now he might have all these tools. I mean, that's that. I can't really argue that. You are the scout. Like if you say he's got this, these tools to be a great quarterback, you say that. I believe you. This is but why we sucks. have the show, Scott. This is why yeah. we, we yeah. debate this. Okay. Yeah. We'll get, you'll get your, we'll get, you'll get your victory we'll do like a, a, a special where we don't talk about anything other than draft nonsense. Yeah, those episodes nonsense. those episodes are coming. Cleve can't wait. Um, all right. <laughs> Looks like it. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to two teams that will not be picking first overall and will not need a quarterback next year. Bengals 20 at the Titans 16. Now, this game was not interesting at all except for two things. One, the Bengals, again, generated some decent offense without Jamar Chase, no huge explosion or anything, but on the road against a tough team, T. Higgins to put up some good numbers, and Chase should be back this week. Um, The other thing is that 
the Titans are just the fancy Giants. For the Giants, if you stop Saquon Barkley, the Giant the Giants can't do anything. For the Titans, it's now three weeks in a row. Derrick Henry has been under like three and a half yards per carry. He had the big screen catch in this game that should have been it was a touchdown. He fumbled, which covered in the end zone, but it was a seventy-five yard screen touchdown. Um but, but Ryan other than that, Tannehill he is terrible right yes. now. It's like a, he's like a shell of what he was four or five years ago. Yeah, at this point, Ryan Tannehill is like three times better than Will Levis. That's how bad he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, Cleve, did you see how this game ended? We'll take that as a no. <laughs> that is a no. I didn't, I didn't watch the end of the game. Scott, did you see how this game ended? No. This game ended. The Bengals were kicking a field goal to go up 23 to 16 because they won 20 to 16. Titans would get the ball back. A minute left, like no timeout, something like that, try to get a touchdown. They roughed the log snapper on the field goal attempt. Like oh, hit okay. him right in the chops. They, they smoked the center. They yeah, did. I saw. It. I saw it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mike Vrabel, I thought, was going to eat his headset. <laughs> he yeah. was very mad. Very mad. So, again, not too much in this game. Uh, the Bengals, though, are ascending at the right time. They And they're getting Jamar Chase back. So, Cleve, I think your Bengals returning to the Super Bowl thing is dead, but it's at least alive, unlike the Rams. <laughs> oh, the Rams. All right. Uh, next game here, we got a Cleve special. We've got Nathaniel Hackett, 10, Sam Darnold, 23. I, and on what world is that even a possibility? I like, think about the think about the. This is why this is why football media people need to take themselves less seriously because four months ago everybody was talking about how genius it was what the Broncos had done in this trade with the Seahawks, and look where we are. I've I've a way I've a way of. Uh... Quantifying this would be qualifying how bad how bad this is. Cleve on a neutral field, right? There's bad weather. Game gets moved to Detroit. Who would you take to win straight up? Denver or Houston? Houston. Me too. Yeah. I think the Texans are I think the Broncos are the worst team in the league. I, I think mean, the Texans beat the Broncos. the Broncos. They're they're I mean they have a good defense. I think they're. I mean, I think they have smart guys on defense, and they know what they're doing. But whatever's happening on that offense, it's just like it's. Ben, un, it, so Ben Ben has a question. He says, real quick, can you go back and explain how you're not supposed to hit a center? Yeah. So uh, on special teams plays with a long snapper, because they have to be bent so far over to see what they're doing, you can't hit them until they're back up at like in the regular, normal, ready position, right? Um. And so, yeah, you can't just barrel them over as soon as they snap. And, I mean, you can just imagine, right, the dude's forehead is, like, in the ground to start the play. So as soon as he snaps the ball, you just shove his face right. He has no chance. And he's anchoring the entire line. So, like, yeah. that could be real bad if guys is just falling on top of this guy. Right. You'd have, like, four people going straight through him every single play, yeah. rushing rushing up the middle. So that's why you can't hit the center on a – um. On a special teams long, you can't hit the long snapper. That's really the rule. You get at the center, can't hit the long snapper. Um, and if you do, it's because you hit the center. Yeah, yeah, that's, true. That's how you get there. Yep, absolutely. Um, 
Okay, yes. I also take the Texans over the Broncos on a neutral field. Sam Darnold had a fumble recovery TD in this game that was hilarious and showed just how bad the Broncos are. He fumbles on his own keeper on the one, recovers the ball, and military like rolls into the end zone, and nobody bothers to touch him. So yeah, they absurd. Need a out there to get it done. It's Russell Wilson time. Sam Darnold has not played a game in roughly 19 years, and he beat Russ by double digits. It's yeah, bad. yeah, it's real bad over there. All right, here we go. Here we go. Bears 10, Jets 31. Kaleem, I know you are hyped up about this. White mean- White Mike comes into the game. And I don't know if people realize just how good he was. 22 of 28, 315 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Cleve, take it away. He's, And again, this is against the Bears, and they were depleted. I get it. But those guys took the field. They got paychecks to play. So it, it, it was a game, and that's why they keep scoring. It was a good thing. But my takeaway is, like that, you know, we were texting offline. My takeaway is the same offense. Right, probably same packages more or less, but they're playing with a quarterback with a with a better skill set. Scott Scott is very high on Zach still, um, yet to be seen in my eyes. But um, you got a guy that came in, and then last year told you too. You know, you had old man, uh, old man Flacco came in, some other some other ancient dude came in. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson operated you know operated very well. You know, um, the team. And what was really messed up or telling in the end, guys were like celebrating with this guy happy. And I'm like, it was at the expense of Zach's feelings. And again, he's a grown man. I get it. But it's like, how do you feel when these guys are jumping around happy? And two weeks ago, they were asking for trades. Right. I hope he's I hope he's embracing it because I hope so, too. It's the only way through is to see that. Hey, look at our. So the thing that stood out and I didn't. it's just quick stuff, but <clears throat> looking at Mike White and his ability to run their offense. Who? And get them who? You mean Mike White Mike? Mike? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, looking at his ability to get into, um, let, let's just say there's a progression where it's like three guys, right? And for him to to have really good footwork and all of it and to eliminate this player and this player and to, to go down to the, the check down and to do that that fast without without any trying to force the ball somewhere or holding on the ball too long to operate, I guess, nuts and bolts wise, just to operate within the confines of that offense and to do it in the really fucking well. rain, in the fucking yeah. rain. Yeah. yeah. Just to, to get that offense going. And and I mean, he made some great throws, a few to Garrett Wilson, but he put that offense in a position to be successful because he didn't do anything super flashy. He just did his job. And that's what I I hope Zach Wilson is watching. Like I need to, I need to, I need to take these check downs because that's the design of the play, but I can't hold the ball forever. You know? Yes. When you see stuff like that, it, it makes you appreciate what good quarterbacking looks like because the release, the mechanics, like the release, like you said, the progressions, and it's happening in real time, quick. And honestly, to even give Simeon his uh, his flowers as well, these two guys put on a show as far as in the rain, as yeah. far as just good quarterback play. You know, we had a game that we just mentioned where 
where Russ and and um and and Darnold the stunk it up. Yeah, yeah, right. They they stunk it up. But then you got these two guys come in and they give an entertaining game in in bad weather. I mean, it wasn't monsooning like the Bears game, you know, a, a few months back. But it, but it, was, it was enough where guys were catching the ball. I'm like, wow, he's throwing this on a dime. You know, and Simeon and, was good too. I mean, he wasn't great. Like, yeah, like, it was an entertaining like, game. He was fine. I mean, I think he, I think he accumulated more, you know, passing uh, production. He more than than, 70, yeah, he had more than seventy-seven yards. Tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, in this game, we thought we got a report from Adam Schefter. So I texted everybody like it was true because it came from Schefter that Simeon got hurt in pregame warmups. We were going to get Nathan Peterman starting for the Bears, which would have been unbelievable. But honestly, I don't think it would have mattered. I think this game would have gone exactly the same way. And Simeon did look good, but they only scored 10 points because the yeah. Jets' defense is for real. And, right. you know, Robert Sala comes over from the 49ers, and you can see what they're trying to do when White Mike is in there. They're literally recreated the 49ers. If they had Brees Hall, they oh. would actually be the junior 49ers. The yeah. running back, two good wide receivers, quarterback that just doesn't, doesn't lose the game, doesn't win the game, just kind of – goes up there and plays pretty good like Jimmy G and then the defense. Like he's literally trying to recreate the 49ers there. And Zach Wilson can't do it. If you put Zach Wilson on the current 49ers, they would be under 500. The he um I think that was some ridiculous thing I heard, I saw. It shows you how bad the franchise is that they said that he's he's one of the only one of two quarterbacks that, that have that have had multiple 300 yard games. Like that's in like the last 30 something years. Like that's that's ridiculous. Right, that this guy can have that kind of production, and it's it's something to be celebrated when you got guys like Josh Allen, you know, doing three hundred you know yard games every other week. Right, you know, he threw but, for two eighty five, um, and Scott was like, his elbow looked bad. I think he had an off day. <laughs> I think he was okay, <laughs> but you know, to put this to bed, um, if he goes against the Vikes and has a decent game and doesn't like you know throw a ton of picks and whatever, well, we won't see Zach in a Jets uniform for the rest of the year. Ever, yeah, I think I think if he if he goes out the next two weeks are telling we got the Vikes and we got Buffalo, so if he if he does decent, I don't, I'm not expecting wins, but if he does decent, ball protection, find his guys, checkdowns, think he'd be fine. But uh, it shows you that it doesn't care if you're the, the number two pick. We haven't paid you yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and the, the purpose of the first few years is to figure out whether they want to pay him. Exactly, and at exactly. this point. You know, yeah. go to Aldi's. Got a smock waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, Zeke's gonna need some shifts covered. Uh, he actually ran for ninety <laughs> yards and two touchdowns this week, so he might uh, he might be he might be back for a little bit. Yeah. Other note on this game, uh, two two more things real quick. One, Darnell Mooney hurt out for the year for Chicago. That sucks for them. Um, also, this game did demonstrate the value of Justin Fields. The Bears lose because they suck but they haven't gotten blown out really. They won at Foxborough with Fields. If Fields plays in this game, they probably lose 31 to 28 instead of 31 to 10. Yeah. Right. They're able to do, to do some more. So you saw the drop, like the reverse of the jets, right? You go from Wilson to white Mike. That gets a lot better. You go from Fields to Simeon and Simeon's not bad. And it just goes right off a cliff. Um, all right, Cleve, I got a question for you. Yep. The Washington commanders have played 12 games this year. What's the record? They played 12. Uh, I think they got four wins. 
Scott, what's the commander's record? Six and six. They are seven and five. They've won seven games. Yes. It's six out of their last seven. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Zach Wilson and Carson Wentz are just the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other at this point. Jesus. That's, <laughs> wow. That's brutal. I mean, like he's great. It's just, he's, he's better than Wentz. Which yeah. Isn't saying much. Yeah. And they're winning some like really ugly games here. Falcons 13 at commanders 19. My first note is this is a game that happened. Um, and then I saw their, their record. I thought it was kind of shocking because they're currently, like, if the season ended today, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which means if the season ended today, the entire NFC East is in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> That's annoying. Um, uh, and the last thing here, Cleve, we, we live in the area. This tribute to Sean Taylor that they had oh was that terrible. Was, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're being nice saying terrible. It, it, it's yeah, actually a fucking disgrace. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a disgrace. I mean, that that for a guy didn't, that didn't play a lot long there, like he he deserved better than that. And that I thought that was I was like, what is that? When they when they unveiled it, I was like, what what am I looking at? And then people that are fans were like, you know, pointing out that the 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 jerseys Nike, the pants are Reebok. During his time, he played in only Reebok. Like that's how that's what fans he had, do. He had Adidas soccer shoes. Yeah, I was me. like, yeah, on, on a fucking wire mannequin. Like, are you nuts? I feel like they thought about this three hours before kick. And like the world's best project managing intern actually put that together, and it's a miracle that they got something like that. That's what it feels like. I mean, if you're gonna do that, then do nothing. Yes, do nothing because that was that was people probably flown in for that or came. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that was it's it's, it's just disgraceful, and it's a pattern now with with the commanders too. You have them citing Brian Robinson getting shot, a reason why they shouldn't be mad at Dan Snyder, and then all the the uh, workplace allegation stuff. Like, it's just, can we please just get rid of this entire ownership group? Everything. I would even fold the team at this point. I would bet fold the team, start an expansion in St. Louis. Right. The, the, the DMV could work for the Ravens. They don't, to show you how bad that was, Sean Taylor's probably one of the last great players out of there. Like, yes. to that stature, because before then, it's guys that played in the 80s and yes. early 90s. So, yeah. for and on the 15th year of the guys passing, oh man, it's just, yeah, we could just blow past that. As that, that yeah. was it, was it was awful. I just wanted to like Scott Van Pelt on uh Sports Center said it was disgraceful, something like that, but I hadn't really heard anybody else really come out in. Put in those sort of terms. I just want to make sure it was out there that that was disgraceful. That was not a commemoration uh, in any way. Scott, do you have any thoughts on that? Nothing that we haven't already covered. It, it it was disgraceful, and especially for for what he was as a player. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know he didn't play for a long time, but he had I mean, an impact. He had an impact on that team. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's uh it's beyond embarrassing. Yep. Also, uh, Arthur Smith is as bad a coach as Nathaniel Hackett. He's just luck box a couple more wins, and Hackett's getting all the flag. All right. Uh, next game here: Buck seventeen at Browns twenty three. So, I only have one thing I really want to mention for this game because the game was not that good um, mm-hmm. or important, really. Because I think the Bucks are win the division. They could not win a game again, probably still win the division. Um, 
But there was absolutely horrible in-game coaching here by the Bucks, And we had talked about if Todd Bowles was the reason that we were losing some games. And in this case, I don't think it could be doubted. So first, the, the Bucks punt on fourth and two from the 37. <laughs> fourth and two from 37. You have Tom Brady at quarterback. Unbelievable. And then they don't call any timeouts while the Browns were fourth and 10 from the 11 with a minute left. So then there's no timeout call while Brady had 32 seconds to get a field goal. They go to overtime. The Browns get the ball, go down the field. Nick Chubb just mansome his ways into the end zone. He broke like 87 tackles on a four-yard run to, to end the game. And it's like, you know, Arians wouldn't do that. Cooper. Like the, the lot right to right, right before the Chubb touchdown. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I think, I think that we are looking past the fact that Todd Bowles might be absolutely terrible. Oh, we're and not that, looking past it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean the collectively, not the three of us, especially not Khalif. No Jets fan is looking past that Todd Bowles is absolutely terrible. But just have, in general, they could have elevated Leffridge. Yeah, and gave and gave him a shot if they were going to do that. We've seen the Bowles thing already. We've seen that yeah. show already. Yeah. But, like, Arians doesn't make these mistakes. No. No. And without these mistakes, the Buccaneers probably win because Brady probably gets them. They either score on the fourth and two because he converts or they get a field goal from using their timeouts. Right. It's it's not it's not like they're, they're back ha- there with some terrible quarterback. Yeah. A handful of guys get the get the right away. And there's a game coming up that we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah. That where you should have the power to call a timeout or you, have, you should have the power to say, you know what? I got it. I got something in mind here, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, the uh, the next thing we need to talk about here is actually on to next week. And I wanted to have this sort of separate, and that is that next week Deshaun Watson is back for the Browns. Um, I said before the season that it was really bad that he didn't get the entire season because you don't want this story coming up in the middle of the season. Yeah. And that is proven to be the case. Because this is all anybody is discussing now is like who isn't like a diehard NFL person. Oh, this guy's back. He's allowed to whatever. I forgot he was still suspended. I I, I forgot about him to be honest. Yeah, with you. and it would have been nice if it was just the entire season. And if the next year is a nice, clean whole season, but this year he's back. They're at the Texans. <laughs> like it's <is> incredible. <laughs> yeah, this is this is. I'm really interested to see how Scott Hansen handles this on red zone. If he what, goes what out, uh, well, I, I, he can't just come out and be like, this piece of shit's out here playing this game. This is not, like, he can't be like that, but he doesn't have to like tongue bathe them either. Yeah. Like, like Collinsworth would or Al Michaels would. Right. Yeah. So I just hope he just kind of like, Mentions that he's back from suspension, what he was suspended for, and then just kind of doesn't, like, make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? Knowing the NFL, they're just going to breeze right by it, bro. <clears throat> they're going to be they're gonna be like, oh, Deshaun Watson is back in the lineup, and that's probably going to be it. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. No. Just, um, just a huge mistake. I mean, morally – setting a tone going forward and also just from a PR mistake to have this dude coming back. Like we're getting to the playoff push, right? Um, 
Yeah, Paul says, I love Red Zone, but you know he's going to get the tongue bath if he looks good. Oh, it's, yeah. It's probably true. And honestly, I hope he looks terrible. I think he'll be very rusty. Do me a favor. Don't use the word tongue bath ever in my presence again. I don't Why? Know, it just, it just, <laughs> I, I, I feel dirty or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. Tongue bath? Like, those two words should never be put together, ever. Sure. Okay. So I won't use I won't use tongue bath ever again in your presence, Cleve. I'm sorry. So now we're moving on to the to the next game here. And in the next game, uh Scott's got his uh next oh his oh, next yeah. ha- his next Halloween Halloween costume ready to go. Come on, I've been working out. Oh man. So Cleve, is this better or worse than tongue bath? See now, when you put that together with that image, now now I feel really really bad. <laughs> for the audio, for the audio listeners, by the way, this is YouTube live stream. Link down below, like and subscribe to the YouTube page, um, so you can see things like the Jaguars mascot in Americana. Uh, what do you call it, Speedo? Um, like, I could not believe it when I saw this. Why was he wearing that? <laughs> I think because he can. He's done it a couple times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just so ridiculous. It really What's the is. back look like though? Not not being that way. Like, is his ass cheeks out? Like, what? Yeah. What? Wow. That's because because it's the the it's, like the yellow and green is the bodysuit. Yeah, the <laughs> yellow and green is a bodysuit. Oh, okay. So technically, he's actually wearing his head to toe covered, okay. but for a definition of cover. So yeah, so we're talking about the Jaguars mascot Jackson Deville. It's he looks like a shaved cat cuz he still got the got the, the, the mascot head on. Um uh so yeah, so Scott next Halloween, this Halloween is Walter White. That's next Halloween. Are you ready? Let's roll. Yep. And then we'll, and then Cleve and I will show we'll up. Let's ride. <laughs> you know. Well, we'll have a hot tub. You know how much um NBA mascots make. I gotta look up how many, how much NFL mascots make. Like the highest paid NF, um, NBA mascot is like seven hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. A season. No like, way. Yeah. Yes. Because it's a real skill. Eighty thousand dollars a season. And they work wow. like seven days a week because they do I think events it's the and Phoenix, stuff. Phoenix Suns, if I'm not. The gorilla. Yeah, it's one of those guys. They make like literally. They're it's north of a million a, a season. Yeah. That's incredible. Home games because so, they don't travel, you know. Uh, this is way off topic. I apologize, but it fits what we're talking about. So, at the 2011 World Series of Poker final table for the main event, um, I happen to be there, uh, live. Um, shout out to Paul, Paul was with me, and we met the guy who at the time was the Jack Lakespeed jer- jerky Sasquatch, mm. and he was the Minnesota Golden Gopher at the same time, he was both of them. He's collecting two checks. Yeah, and so he was talking about like their competitions and the mascot competitions and how he's like won a couple of them and like what goes into it and whatever. And I just found this; it was just all so endlessly fascinating. But given what he said, I'm not surprised that one Jackson Deville looks decent in a speedo. Yeah, right. And I'm also not surprised that like um, they make that much money. The top ones, it's actually a very skillful thing to be able to do. Yeah, yeah. At least, at least for most of them. So, yeah. Just to just to bury this, the top guy right now in the in the NBA is Rocky the Mountain Lion for the Denver Nuggets, six hundred and fifty k. It's not bad. You can get it. And I went yeah. to college. <laughs> uh, speaking of 
Speaking of bad, Ravens 27 at Jags 28. Because you're wondering what we're talking about. The uh, Hey, our viewership went up when I started showing the guy in a Speedo. <laughs> Going to file that away. Um, uh, maybe it's our English consumer. Maybe it is. Pip, pip, cheerio. Uh, what do you call Speedo in England? Because that's got to be an American word, right? Banana hammock? I don't know. <laughs> a unicard? Whatever. Oh, oh I got to go bathe now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the king the king surprise um, oh man <laughs> all right <laughs> anyways can you tell i'm trying to put off talking about the ravens uh, uh so the jaguars go for two on last play of this game and get it and win and that was awesome to see uh because that was the right thing to do and that was really cool trevor lawrence finally 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 we got to see trevor lawrence as like those of us who watched him in college for three years knows what Trevor Lawrence is. And in this game, 29 to 37, 321 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and showed off all those skills on the final drive, Scott. He absolutely did. And, and the throws he was making, the zip on the ball, the placement, uh, the timing, all of it. It was incredible to see him, not even on the last drive, just pretty much that in that entire second half was just um, – I mean, you know, you don't want to say it's a coming out party, but but for what he did in that game to get them back, <clears throat> um, the throws are just remarkable. They're, those are those are tough throws. Those are throws that I think Pro Football Focus is giving him a bunch of credit for the that big time throw stat that they have, because a lot of those throws are like layered between coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, just incredible throws. And then the throw, the two point conversion, same thing was just, just ridiculous. Cleve, I think the, I, th- I want to say the touchdown pass to tie it at, or to make it 27, 26 had like an 8% chance of being completed. Wow. And, and Lawrence just threaded the needle on that throw. It was mm-hmm. as perfect a throw as that you could make, uh, you know, from distance. It wasn't an easy throw. It was a great catch. Up, it was a great catch by Marvin Jones. I was going to say, still in the league, Cleve, Marvin Jones. I, yep. can't, I can't believe Real that. Real guy. I can't believe that. Wow. <laughs> and uh, the, the two-point conversion was just unbelievable. But there was no doubt. Like, it had that tone. Like, there's just no mm-hmm. doubt. He's he's feeling it. Yeah. Uh, Cleve, this is what I was talking about earlier with the Bills. On the road against a young, improving team that's still actually ass. Tough game. Bills find a way to win. Ravens choke, and that's why I just I picked the Ravens for the Super Bowl against the Eagles, and they're going to make the playoffs. But this is just this is not a Super Bowl team, is it? I don't think so. Um, I don't. They're they're playing weird to me. Um, because Lamar is playing just enough to get his money, but I don't. I something is off with them. Yeah, that was the win. That was a winnable game. Yeah. You see the Andrews touchdown drop? Oh, my God. It's a winnable game, dude. You win that game if you catch that pass. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, just just, just awful all the, uh, all the way around. Although, Andrews not catching that pass. We want Andrews and Kelsey to not do good for uh, you guys winning $25 in our lineup. Because we have Kyle Pitts. So yeah. we are we are on the stroke. We have Kyle Pitts and uh, Gerald Everett. So we are on the struggle bus at tight end. 
So we need all the other tight ends to do bad. So thank you, Mark Andrews. However, as a lifelong Ravens fan, I really wish you had caught that ball. Yeah. Got to catch. Um, Got to make that catch. Yep. All right. Next game here, game of the week, apparently. So I hear Raiders 40 at Seahawks 34 in overtime. Cleve, did you see the end of this game? No. Of course not. Scott, did you see the end of this game? I did. How? Yeah. Were you international? How? Do you mean live? Yes. No. They they cut the feed on us. No. Right. So, like, this is absolutely unbelievable. And I actually wrote down what I want to say here. Like, it's an acceptance speech because I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Okay. So, this game apparently ended with an 86-yard walk-off home run touchdown run from Josh Jacobs in overtime, right? Yep. However... I, along with many others, didn't get to see it because Red Zone said to go to CBS to what finish watching the game. So I flipped to CBS to finish watching the game, and I see Anderson Cooper talking to this lady about how dogs are genetically predispositioned to loving humans. And I'm like, hey, this is actually kind of interesting, but it's not the football game, and Anderson Cooper is the man, but this is not what I'm looking for right here. So I want to know how the NFL can mess up their contracts so bad that the nation's capital and at least Detroit, where I was talking to people, could not see the end of a live football game. It was, yeah, it was. Uh, well, I was the same way. I I flipped my channel and I was like, I'm like, did I pay my bill? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no football. Like, what's going on? Um, yeah, I would, but and then it ended like that because I saw the highlight on NFL Network and I'm like, wow, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, I knew I knew how it ended because I was sweating a min cash on DraftKings, and I was like, "Okay, as long as Josh Jacobs doesn't do anything in overtime, I'm going to hang on for this min cash." And then I was in like the 20th percentile because apparently Josh Jacobs ran for 86 yards and a touchdown and absolutely killed me. And I couldn't even watch it live as it was happening. I was terrible. It was terrible. I was fine. Speaking of Josh Jacobs, 33 carries. For 229 yards and two touchdowns, six catches for 74 yards. Had himself a day. All while having a pretty bad calf strain. Yes. Popped up on the injury report on Saturday morning with a calf strain. Game shot. Incredible. Yeah. So this was a terrible loss for Seattle. Cleve, this was the first loss for Seattle against the Raiders in Seattle. Since when? When's the last time the Raiders beat Seattle in Seattle? When uh, – who's the guy before – was it Tavares? Who's the guy before Russell Wilson? Nope. Quarterback. Nope, not that. Scott, do you know the answer to this? 2004, no idea. 1988, the Bo Jackson murder Brian Bosworth right out the tunnel game. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, wow. That's a long time. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, 1988. I was in kindergarten. Cleve was in his 40s. <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> I yeah, graduated in high school. <laughs> oh. Scott, you're really not, you're really not helping my beat my my bit that Cleve is ancient here. I know because I'm older than he is. So if he if he's ancient, then I'm like I'm almost turned to stone, kind of thing. <laughs> um. 
anyways, yeah, I just thought you guys liked that that place because I guys you guys both know exactly the place I'm talking about. I'm sure yeah. most of the audience does too. So that's why I wanted to bring wanted to bring that up. All right. Um, we have a couple more games here. Two of them, though, you guys uh, will be happy to know. I've got very, like, exceedingly brief notes on. The next one, though, Chargers 25, Cardinals 24. Chargers went on a walk-off two-point conversion as well. Two of them this week. After the game, at the press conference, Kyler Murray yeah. says, schematically, we were kind of fucked. Damn. Goodbye, Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. That is, and like, have you guys been watching Hard Knocks? This in season Hard Knocks? No, it's good. I it go back, watch it, catch up because I think Cliff's gonna get fired on television. Wow, um, I do too. Yeah, it it's really good because it starts um, the game where Mary where Mary gets hurt. So it's the game where Murray gets hurt, and then two Colt McCoy games, and now this was Murray's first game back that just happened here against the Chargers. It's actually very interesting. Um, and Colt McCoy's good for TV. So him coming in, like, it's good. It's not Jerry Jones salting his breakfast sandwiches. It's worth watching. Um, and, yeah, it's it's going to be lit on hard knocks because Cliff is getting fired on TV, Scott. I, I don't know how, at this point, they go forward. I know that he and Murray were a tandem kind of deal. But Murray's <laughs> making so much money. Yeah, and it is just not working. So Cliff is going to have to go bye-bye. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, For the Chargers, good win. I guess it technically keeps them alive, but they've really got no no shot of doing doing too much, really. Okay, I've got two games here back-to-back. Really brief notes. I'm just going to read through real quick in the interest of time. The first is Saints 0 at 49ers 13. My notes, this is a game that happened. All right. Next, we have the Rams 10 at the Chiefs 26. Matt Stafford hurt. Cooper Cup hurt. Aaron Donald got hurt in this game. So my notes, this Alan is a Robinson game that happened. Oh, and Allen Robinson got hurt. Everybody's hurt. So this is a game that happened. Uh, the Chiefs kicked a bunch of field goals in the red zone because you don't need touchdowns to beat Bryce Perkins. So that's that. I'm not going to skip to the Monday night game. Steelers 24 at the Colts 17. Whatever. Neither of these teams are matter as far as I'm concerned. However, the Jeff Saturday situation, some people have been on board with this because they're like, hey, Jeff Saturday, and uh, blah, 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 he's a football guy and all this and whatever. This is a tweet from The Athletic. Uh, Jeff Saturday and the Colts decided not to use any of their timeouts, the running minute 36 left remaining on the game clock, down seven points. Matt Ryan took a sack scrambled and stayed in bounds. Then Jonathan Taylor ran it on third and three for no gain. Indy then turned it over on downs. They, they lost the game because Jeff Sander doesn't know how to manage the game clock because he has no experience because he's never coached anywhere before and he's a TV analyst. They'll hire somebody to do it for you while you're figuring it out. Or trust your quarterback who has a ton of experience to say to you, hey, hey, don't call, you know what we got? T- we got three timeouts here. Let's let's burn one. Yeah, like right. Like guys should be able. Like Matt Ryan, he you know he's not a world beater, but he's been to a Super Bowl. He's he's a Pro Bowler. Well, in, in his in his heyday, but he yeah. he's one of those quarterbacks that has that kind of equity to say, hey man, this is we can win this game, or you know let's let's use Jeff saying I thought we had time, dude. You just yeah. You just really, you just stamped, rubber stamped everything everyone's been saying about your hire. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I thought, 
like the, the inexperience there just showed. Not only does he have any coaching experience, but he's too old to have grown up playing Madden nonstop, right? Like if he was 31, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this dude's been playing Madden nonstop since he was 11. He knows how to do the handle these situations. Scott, I'm completely with you. Hire somebody that knows what they're doing. Just do it. Just make it simple. You've got enough going on to try to figure out how to run this team. Have somebody up in the box telling you when, what to do and what, you know, what the, this is what you do in this situation. Make it simple. Exactly. Exactly. A good one for the Steelers. Kenny Pickett looked okay, but really this was like, this was an old, this is a slappers only golden eye fight. Like this, these teams are not, not it. Um, Last game, last game of the week, going back to the Sunday night game, which is actually very good. Packers 33 at the Eagles 40. Cleve, how many rushing yards did Jalen Hurts have in the first quarter? 102? That Yeah, 100 and is the right answer. Yeah. That is, he's the first quarterback to ever get 100 rushing yards in a quarter. Just a great, great game plan there for the Eagles. Him not throwing for 200 and Aaron not throwing for 200 cost me like $1,300. That's harsh. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a small bet, but it was it was. Yeah, it's a big parlay. Yeah. yeah, big parlay. And yeah. I, I hate those because I always get fucked with one of the, the one of the legs. I'm like, come on, man. Now, Cleef, Cleef. Yeah, I did send to you and Maddie Ice. I did, did send you a message. Yeah, it was that a- said I'm betting Miles Sanders two plus touchdowns if you want to tail me. So my question is, because you opened up the app and you yeah. fired a bet. Did yeah. you also bet Miles Sanders two plus touchdowns? Yes. Okay, good. Because you're gonna have to fight yourself. <laughs> so, um, if you remember on that text train, I said to you, I said the way today's been going, he's gonna have like he's gonna have like a monster game. Remember yeah. When I, remember I said that it was yep. crazy. It was a crazy day of football. Yeah, I uh, that was that was good. I got that. The other so great game plan for the Eagles. This game actually should have been a blowout. A.J. Brown gets stripped as they're going in to kind of put the game away in the second quarter. Game was up closer. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, Scott. Jordan Love comes in. Six of nine, 113 yards and a touchdown. Is there a QB controversy now in Green Bay? Um, Only if Aaron Rodgers' ribs are problematic. He's got a th- he said on Pat McAfee today he's fine. Then there's no... Well, what, there's are you, no yeah, what are you playing for? Like, what are you... like? What are you playing for? Pride? It's it. I mean, it's uh, he's at the end. I, yeah. I think I, oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's going to take himself out. I'm saying if you're the Packers and you want to see what you got in Jordan yeah, Love, I'm this is it. Down. I'm shutting them down. I'm shutting them down. Right. I think that's a smart thing to do. You need to figure out whether the backup can play. Yeah. It's been long Period. enough for the, for the kid. It's been long enough. Yeah. Yeah. And like the last start he got was like on the road at Arrowhead and it was four degrees and his parents were stuck in the back row. Like let's let the kids start a game at Lambeau against not Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see, no, sure. I mean, we're, we're having a laugh with it, but what is, what is the point of trying not Aaron Rodgers at this point? Like what, what is the point of that? Yeah. I, I have no idea. I have, I have no idea what, um, like why they would continue doing this, especially after losing this game. Cause lose the game. They're probably done. <laughs> Mathematically. I think they are right. I don't I think it's too early yet because like the, the commanders are the seven seed. So they can't be that far behind the commanders. <laughs> commanders. Man, the NFC is trash. All right. Yeah. Uh quickly here, we're only be here maybe five minutes or so. Just want to take a quick look at the games at the games coming up next week. Um Thursday night, Bills at Patriots, Cleve. I mean, for the division. 
I might, I might, I might watch a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not, in, I, I don't want to see the Patriots play. I don't want to see the Patriots play. And Fair. it should be, it should be a fucking bloodbath. I, I, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping the Bills just put the Patriots in their place and put them at the bottom, bottom of the division. Uh, Packers at Bears. Maybe Justin Fields could put an end to Aaron Rodgers here. That'd be nice. Do you uh, think he's going to play? Rodgers? No, Fields. Oh, I don't know. It, it, but it didn't seem like he was that far away this week. Um, not like he could have played if it was the Super Bowl. But is it his throwing shoulder? It's his yes. non-throwing. No, not I thought it was his. I could be wrong. I thought it was his non-throwing shoulder, which was more dislocated than they knew or they were letting on. Um, I think it's a multi-week injury, and you just lost Mooney. It's a situation where it's like he's already shown you what he can do. Oh, time to shut him down? Yeah, I think maybe you could see that. I could be wrong. Well, I hate to tell you this, but if they shut down Justin Fields, then our then our hopes of you guys winning twenty five dollars rest on Jared Goof and Mac Jones. <laughs> so there's no chance. <laughs> yeah, Fields is anchoring that team. Uh, so yeah, if they sh- if they shut him down, come on, Goof. All right, yeah. uh, Steelers at Falcons. Who gives any shits? Uh, Jets at Vikings, which Cleve had alluded to already. I think it's a huge spot on the road for White Mike to show what he can do. And the thing is, they're going to be able to throw the ball. No wind or rain in this one. Yeah, that should be real exciting. That'll be good Garrett game. Wilson versus Justin Jefferson. That'll be a really I mean, come good on. game. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Garrett Wilson is awesome. Yeah, we're he gonna have to a, put sauce. Right? We have to put sauce on uh on Jefferson and, and hope hope he can keep up. No, no, you put sauce on Thielen and double. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you give him the uh, the Jeff Akuda treatment. You bully him at the line of scrimmage and get, <laughs> let him get handsy, bro. Yep. So uh, we've got the two young, improving but still assy teams from this past week. The Jaguars are at the Lions. Um, I'm actually kind of feeling a Lions. 14-point victory here, Scott. I'm not going to be surprised at, at any outcome this week after the emotion of what happened on Thursday, which is ridiculous. They lost. Yeah. But, you know. I think I think with the extra rest time, the Jaguars are up from this huge win. Now they're traveling yep. up to Detroit. I, yep. I, 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 like, I like the Lions to, to, to beat them pretty good here. Uh, Titans at Eagles, um, Derrick Henry and Jalen Hurts, Browns at Texans. I mean, that's that's the game for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, Cleve Commanders are at the Giants. One of these teams is going to strengthen their position for the playoffs. <laughs> or, wow. or, or they're going to tie. <laughs> or they'll tie. Yeah. <laughs> Open the door for Green Bay. Um, Broncos are at the Ravens. So finally, the Ravens get an easy win. I'm telling you, if the Ravens lose this game. I might be back on the fire Harbaugh train. It's just the other Harbaugh this time. Um, <laughs> like you, the Ravens cannot lose at home to Nathaniel Hackett, right, Cleef? No, they should not. And like again, how many lives does this guy have? Like you said on offline that they should keep him for the rest of the year, whatever. Yeah, uh, and knows he survived Black Monday. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't think so. Yeah, Black Monday was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, it's the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And oh, if he survived, I, I thought it was point. next week for some stupid reason. I don't know why I thought it was next week. Did did anybody get axed? 
No, uh, but Matt Rule got hired by Nebraska, so their problems are solved. So they, so they, what's the name? Mr. Freeze he got hired. Uh, in the what? SEC. Oh, Hugh Freeze. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. Auburn, Auburn yeah. has no scruples or morals. So yes, nope. they did. Um, Dolphins at the 49ers. That is going to be awesome. Mm. That is going to be an awesome game. Seahawks at Rams will not be an awesome game. <laughs> uh, Chargers at Raiders, a rematch of the game last year where they should have just knelt it out. Both made the playoffs. Um, Chargers. Points. Yeah, Chargers, Chargers at Raiders is the game that gave us the sad Jake meme. So I love that game forever. <laughs> we have Chiefs at Bengals with Jamar Chase coming back. Now, last year, week 17, uh, Jamar Chase went for like 200 yards and three touchdowns on the Chiefs. And then the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the AFC title game at Arrowhead. So I think this is a, like an actual big game for the Chiefs to get up for and have to win. Mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday is coaching against Mike McCarthy. So who's going to screw up the clock more? That's the <laughs> Sunday nighter, Cleve. Colts and Cowboys. Oh, great. And then the Monday night, Cleve. Are you ready? Yeah. Saints at Bucks. No uh. chance. <laughs> I'm yeah. watching half of football this weekend again. No, the uh, the the Sunday games are going to be good, entertaining, interesting, worth watching. And with the Browns Cleveland, the Browns Houston game is just for other reasons is going to be something. But that 49ers Dolphins game is going to be fantastic. Mm. That's go. That's going to be a good one. All right. Yes. Um, we're about to we're about to get out of here. Cleve, do you have any final words? Nah, it's uh this uh this is our you know what is this like the last quarter of the season? Yeah, yep, yeah, seventy five percent season. So yeah, we're you know we're uh, we're heading in now we're seeing you know teams really play. We're gonna see the Eagles really have to play games now, um, and be tested. The Cowboys too. So I'm I'm excited because uh, I think you guys said this said this last season, like now we see who the frauds are. Who's really fraudulent and who's really a contender? Yep. This is where you really, this is where they really start to separate here. Yep. Scott? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Scott has, Scott has no final words. Uh, I don't have any final words either, except there is now political football merch. I've got the hoodie on right here. You can go to the maddieicemedia.com, the merch tab. We have our merch right there. This is a very comfortable hoodie. You want to go ahead and get yourself something, represent the show. We'd, uh, we we would really like that. Um, other than th- other than that, I'm excited for some teams to be on by next week, so I don't have to take as many notes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you, everybody here who is watching live. We appreciate it. Thank you to everybody listening on audio on audio YouTube link down below. Like, subscribe, notifications when we go live, and we will see everybody next week. Peace, peace, you guys.